Hey family, I'm Coach Cass. Welcome to The Hub. Today, I'm talking to Detrick from Dallas, Texas. He's 50-year-old and he's not married. So let's get right into it, Detrick. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm actually doing great, Coach Cass. Thank you for uh, sharing a little time with me. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for being here. So why don't you share a little bit of your story, Detrick? Like, who's, who's Detrick? Like, wow. tell us a little well, bit about you. Well, you know, you know how they always say, I was born the son of a sharecropper. That's not my story. I actually, uh, originally from, from Louisiana, I've been married twice. Okay. I do believe in the institution of marriage. Mm -hmm. I do, however, believe that sometimes that, you know, when you can't necessarily be in love in close proximity, then you be in love at a distance. And that's perfectly mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's where I am right now. So able to love up close, I think, and then also able to love at a distance when necessary. Okay. I definitely believe that there are good people, but not everybody's good for you. Okay? I agree 1,000% <laughs> at this particular time, you know, in this situation, right? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So with you, Detrick, I know that you are a proud member of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. Is that right? Do they have any others? Well, shout out to all my cues out there listening in. So, oh, that's goodness. all right. I'm not gonna bring my husband in here. All right. Don't, that's all right. That's all right. We we all we all make mistakes. You're wrong for that. Just wrong for that. So, Dietrich, what what? So, I I really had you on this show really because I think it's so important to highlight marriage-minded men, right? Because Ooh. you know, there's this this thing out there that men don't want to be married, that men just want to play the field, that men don't want to settle down, especially with online dating and all this swiping and all these things. So I thought it was important to have you on to just share that, you know, like, hey, look, here is a marriage-minded brother. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, quite honestly, I think what most men want is freedom. Mm. With that said, they want to be with people who are freeing. If you have associated being married with being tied down in prison, then that's the fundamental problem. But as far as I'm concerned, when I was married, I was liberated. Mm -hmm. And so marriage should be liberating. It should be freeing you up to go do some things that you couldn't do without this particular person in your life. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just a twist of, so, so would I say that most men are, are not marriage minded? What they are is freedom minded. Mm -hmm. And I think what, what has happened is we've been, taught, so to speak, or socialized to believe that if we are married, then we're no longer free. I'm saying it's just the opposite. Wow. Oh, that is deep. You guys better tweet out Detrick. Stop playing. That was deep. I love it. Okay. So free. I could definitely say that I have been able to do more and accomplish more and make more money and do all the things I've ever wanted to do as a married woman versus a single woman. So I want to say that I, I agree with that concept. I love it. Having freedom inside your marriage and yeah, like it, it can be freeing. Now it's just choosing the right person. That's a whole nother story. So, 
All right, Detrick, what is your question today? What is on your mind? Tell well, me, I, me. I find that when I'm interacting and dealing with a young lady dating or what have you, we and our interaction is great. It's as we get to know each other, they begin to bring up past mm. relationships. They may not specifically say it, but I can tell that I'm dealing with somebody else's baggage. Does mm-hmm. that make sense of somebody yes. else's? So in essence, now I'm having to make up for what he did. Mm-hmm. And so I guess my question is, is that, you know, what will it take for me to have a marriage in the, or, or partnership, whatever, in the present? Yeah. As opposed to always in the past. Ooh, send her to me, honey. Send her to me. So um, I find that to be a huge issue, right? Because we've all been through some things and been hurt and have heartache and been jaded. So it is a skill set and a physical decision. And it's a daily decision to put your past behind you. Like literally in our last podcast interview, our guest was just sharing that, you know, she was abused in her two main relationships. So now when she met someone, she was looking for all the red flags, right? So she was seeking out the red flags to say, this isn't it. And I challenged her on that to be like, honey, you know, we still have to focus on the present. You know, your past is your past and you're giving your power to your past. So in order to take it back, you have to make a decision. So for you as the man, it's calling it out. So here's a specific example I'm thinking of, which you bringing this up. When I started dating my husband, we were just, you know, dating nothing too serious, but we were at his cousin's house and his phone rang. Okay. And he went outside. So he didn't go to another room. He didn't go to the balcony. He went outside. And then he went outside to his car. Yes. And he was out there for a minute. And, you know, this started to bring up some stuff from my past because I've been cheated on. And when I looked back at my my relationship, I realized every time this dude would go missing on the phone, he was talking to another chick, right? So Mm. that that narrative was in my mind so then now when he went out to the car he was out there for a good 20 minutes i'm like all right Cass, you know um hmm so i go out there and i don't say anything right and i'm standing in front of the car thinking that i'm composed you know i'm just standing in front of the car i'm thinking that i have a nice face and he rolls down the window you know this is like when you roll down windows he said he says Cass, i'm not that guy Mm. I'm not that guy mm. and roll back up the window. And I, and I, I picked up my jaw like this <laughs> <laughs> and I walked back inside and that was the check that I needed to say, don't do it. This is right. a good guy. And he is sharing with you how you're coming across. So in order for me to leave the past behind, I really did need the right man that understood that I'd been through some things to check me, you know? Got it. To hold you accountable. Yeah. Really hold me accountable. And now because he knew I've been through some things, he also was really transparent, you know? So like, I think his ex-girlfriend's dad had passed away and he was going to go to the funeral. He was like, hey, just to let you know, I'm going to the funeral because this is someone that, you know, I spent a lot of time with, but understand this has no bearing on us. And I thought that was powerful because we were only dating for maybe two weeks, you know? And I was just like, you explaining stuff to me? Like, you ain't got to explain nothing, right? So I think it's also understanding both sides that, all right, I know you've been through some stuff. So Mm -hmm. I'll just be transparent with where I'm at, 
you know, because sometimes as somebody that's been jaded in the past, and I've seen this through many of my clients is that you just kind of want that confirmation that, okay, we're, we're doing something here versus I'm just one of the many, 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 many. Right. Right. I definitely understand that. I definitely understand that. That's, that's huge. That's huge to hold that person accountable mm-hmm. and keep them in the present wherever possible mm-hmm. with the under, what I hear you saying is with the understanding that we all have a past. Right. With that said, if I'm going to love them in the present, then I also have to be able to love them aware of their past. I think that's right. perfectly fine. That's great. Right. Yeah, so we all been through some things and even if you have therapy or coaching, it just doesn't disappear. You know, it just doesn't disappear. And it comes up in different ways. So I'll let you know that in my circle, someone cheated on someone else in terms of a a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I I, I saw my husband with new underwear on and I'm like, where you get that underwear from? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. And there he go. He had to check me again, Dedrick. He was like, don't bring uh, other people's drama over here, right? right. So Secondary you, trauma. Yes. <laughs> so you'd be surprised of the things that will affect your relationship on an mm-hmm. ongoing basis. So it is a continual check to say, listen, I'm here with you. Right. I want you. I choose you. You know, do you choose me? We're in this together. Because in the beginnings of dating, you're kind of in this space of, I don't know, right? Of course. Are we? Of Are course. we together? Right. Is this really what you want? So then you're unsure and you're insecure and insecurities bring up jealousy and jealousy perpetuates all the accusations and accusations bring the demise of your relationship. So to knit that all in the bud is call a spade a spade and just have an honest conversation about it. But understand that one conversation isn't going to erase an entire 40 year, 50 year past. Right. Well, I think you, you hit the nail on the head. You just said something about having the conversation and conversations assume that we feel safe enough to have those conversations Mm -hmm. and so even more so probably than having the conversation is creating the safe space Mm -hmm. to have an open honest transparent dialogue right because if i am that guy i need to be able to say that too and allow you to be able to make the decision that you need to make exactly one way or the other (laughs) right exactly yeah so i believe in dating right? Mm -hmm. Dating is a verb. And until this is your wife or your husband, I believe in dating because too often do we settle down with one person and you know, you're over 40, over 50, you don't really have time to quote unquote waste. So (laughs) I I'm, I'm really about the multiple conversations with different people. And then you see kind of survival of the fittest who really rises to the top in terms of compatibility, in terms of trust, in terms of vulnerability, being able to share. And if you can't share and be open with this person, is this person the right one for you? Because at Mm. the end of the day, sexy doesn't last, you know, like you feel like it does, but you know, on a Monday morning with halitosis and uh, you know, whatever going (laughs) on. That Monday morning look. Exactly, you know, like, oh, okay. Friday night was awesome, but that Monday morning look. (laughs) a different situation i got you so just being able to have those honest conversations from the beginning like no i am dating you know until we really decide that this is something that is viable that can last i'm for it and as a person that's been married twice i actually think it may make a lot of sense to continue dating Mm -hmm. meaning the, the person Mm-hmm. because there's also always getting to know the person even better you know i recall very distinctly I was two or three years into being married before I knew some things Mm. you know 
you know, I mean, and it may, may have been small things. You know, what would you, you ever want to be when you were a little girl? You know, right. I just asked one day, but my point is we had been married. It was interesting to, to learn that kind of stuff. I guess I should have asked that before. But my point is, is that um, in both of my uh, previous marriages, you know, we had regular date nights. Hmm. Uh, so we dated till the end, so, to the degree that we were even to have, able to have that date to say, you know what? <sighs> I think you need to go in that direction and I need to go in that direction and we can have a conscious separation. Mm-hmm. And even with that, and so to this day, you know, we 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 still have a great we have great relationship. I have great relationships with the people I was married to. I'm just mm-hmm. not no longer married to them, right? And that's to the benefit of everyone involved. Yeah. Actually, it is because nobody likes drama. Well, some people do like drama, right? Exactly. <laughs> some exactly. people, you know, they thrive off of drama. Not my deal. Sure. You you made me think of something. I created something called the Love Deck. And literally what this is, is 60 questions I believe mm. you should ask someone before you choose to marry them. Mm. Yeah, because sometimes we don't have real conversations, right, Detrick? So you meet somebody, they're sexy, you're sexy, great chemistry. And then right. six months down the line, you know, you're like, maybe this is the one. And it's just like, you haven't had any real conversations. You've been having fun, but... Right. Where, where does the realness come into play? And we, we kind of forget that finances and views of the world and raising kids or how do you exactly. deal with your grown kids or your aging parents? Exactly. Because like, that's, you... when, that's when it gets stressful. Yeah. You know, wh- what happens if a mother-in-law gets sick? Can she come stay with us? Exactly. Well, it's assumed, for example, one side may assume that, oh, yeah, of course, that's what we do in my family. And over here, we're like, oh, no, 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 no. She can't stay here. You know, and that, I mean, I mean, and you've been into this thing for six and seven, eight years now, 10 years, what have you. And all of a sudden, you know, you having this major, major. I mean, that's a major issue on what to do with someone's parents. So, for example, I mean, it'd be beautiful to have those kinds of discussions. I tell people sometimes you got to plan your divorce before you even get married sometimes. You know what I mean? It's almost like an insurance policy. And what I mean by that is, is you, you know, you have, you have car insurance, which you hope to never, ever need, mm-hmm. but you do have, you know, and that's intelligent. I think that mm-hmm. you can have those discussions and say, you know, if, you know, if this issue came up, how would we handle it? And let's handle it like adults. Yeah. Uh, real, real conversations because most conversations, conversations. Yeah. What most, most conversations are what, what do you want to eat? Where are we going? And can I touch your leg? You know, it's just like, <laughs> right. And the real question is who do you want to be 20 years mm-hmm. from now? Right. Right. We focus too much on the present when it comes to that. Right. Oh, well, oh. you know, you're making good money. You're doing well for yourself. But what if, what if the world turns upside down? what if what what if a virus comes up and we can't no longer you know go to work or what have you do do, you know there's there's this thing they call the um the airport test like Mm -hmm. you know it's it's cool but can you actually spend all day with this person every day yeah in the same room can you do that right you know but how long does it take before you guys start fighting over the remote (laughs) you know or better yet needing different separate televisions and stuff like that oh hallelujah Oh my you know, goodness. And yeah, those are we, very, we are a one TV household in my household. My, my husband's always, you know, trying to vibe for another TV. I'm like, nope. <laughs> one right. TV household. We are together on this. We got to decide on what we watch. We, we together. <laughs> or you can watch it by yourself and I'll go read a book. But I way, heard that. I heard that. That's all right. Well, hopefully he won't be like the guy in the car watching TV. <laughs> I thought he was on the phone. No, he was just watching the ESPN. Aye, aye, aye. 
Hey fam, we're back. So I'm talking to Detrick and he's just sharing some good stuff. So I had to hit record. All right, Detrick. So, you know, one of the things I've been looking for marriage minded men, some freedom minded men to be able to be a part of this podcast. And, you know, I've had a little bit of trouble. So you were just talking about how men show up in the world versus their relationship. Go ahead and share your theory. Right. I believe that men show up in the world or engage the world exactly the same way that they engage women in their lives. Okay. And so a man does not show up in what I'll call a flimsy way in the world and then show up stellar in his relationships. That's, that's not, that's incongruent. Mm -hmm. Men show up the exact same. So if he has quote unquote, the swag about himself, and I don't, I'm not saying he's his big business or whatever, but you can see it in him, the way he engages the small things in his life, right? He'll engage you the exact same way. So Mm -hmm. don't, you know, uh, act as though you're puzzled, mm-hmm. right? When you say, you know what? He never tells me the truth, but he, but he, he wasn't telling the truth to no, nobody else. He <laughs> lied on his driver's license application. He lied on every other thing that outside of you. So don't expect him to be this holier than thou over here. Mm-hmm. The flip side of that is, if you ever want to know how a man is going to engage you, right? You don't have to date him, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. You can just watch him. And the way he moves in the world is exactly the way he will move with women, period. Wow. Period. Wow. That's deep. The way he moves in the world is how he moves with women. Ooh, you guys better tweet that. That's a, <laughs> that, is, that is some strong, powerful words, Detrick. So you're saying if somebody, but what if, what if they're not really online like that, right? So they have a social media profile, but it's like a, a, of a tiger is their profile picture. A lot. You'd be surprised how many men have a profile picture that's a lion on Facebook. I'm just like, is there like a lion revolution? So like, what, what am I supposed to take from that? Detrick? Like, you know, I actually, you know, I have, I have this thing about lions, you know, and the king of the jungle and stuff like that. Personally, personally, this is me personally, the lion is feline, mm. feminine. It's mm-hmm. a feminine, um, uh, and so I'd rather see a wolf, if anything, mm-hmm. from a man, quite honestly. Yeah. Uh, the male lion is actually kind of lazy, as a matter of fact. Huh. It's, it's, it's the female lion that's responsible for going and get the food and whatever. He's pretty much there to guard the cubs and procreate for all practical purposes. So when I hear men talking about being the lion, I'm like, do, are you, do you really know what that means? Do you really want to be a cat? <laughs> you know, really? Or... Or do you want to be more of a hunter? Do you really want to be a little bit more of, um, you know, canine in your approach to, to life? Says, says the Omega sign. Right. And, and, all I'm, and all I'm saying is, is that <laughs> if, I, if, if, I was, if there was going to be a picture, I'm looking for the wolf, yeah. so to speak. But more importantly, I think what, you, what you're talking about is a consistency. Yeah. Right. Men, men are consistent. It, you know, I'll, I'll take a person who consistently lies over a person that lies sometime and tells me the truth sometime and tells me to a lie sometime and the truth sometime because yeah. consistency I can work with. I know what I'm dealing with. And so what you're really looking for from these men, quote unquote, online or offline for that matter, is a level of consistency. You know, and you're right. You know, I quite honestly, I don't accept friend requests from people that I can't see. Right. But, and I also don't do uh, nicknames and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, look, I need to be able to see who you are. I need to get to, if you if that's what you want to do, mm-hmm. you know, then I need to know who you are. 
Yeah. Right. And if you can't even tell me your name, you can't even show me your face. It's a you want to make hold on. If you don't want to show me your face, who am I to have the audacity to want even want to see your face? I mean, how arrogant can I be? Right. Exactly. To say I want to see your face despite the fact that you don't even want to show it to me. Mm. You know what? I tell you what. You leave your face and your questionable identity over there, and I'm gonna go do this. I love but you, it. But, it, but you don't make it hard for me to get to know you, because otherwise that means I don't get to. Know, I don't need to get to know you. I love it. I love it. So this, these are some some good uh, nuggets that you're dropping. So what I'm hearing is number one, you want someone consistent. Period. Absolutely. Right. Period. Whatever they're consistent in, at least you know who they are. Number two, if you want to connect with someone, they have to be able to see your face. And with so many things being online, if you're seeking love, if you're seeking relationship, if you want to be married, like update your profile photo guys and ladies you know it's a thing and number three is just being open and honest right not hiding behind social media a profile being able to connect i love that. right i personally if i see if i see a picture on facebook i downgrade it automatically mm. because i know you won't show me that monday morning look on facebook i know that you're not going to show me the photo right after you just had a workout and your hair is all over your head. I'm not going to see that. I'm not going to see that picture. I already know that. I know I'm going to see the glamour shot. Right. Okay. So by as soon as I see the glamour shot, I say, okay, all right, I can really, really work with this. Now I'm going to ratchet this down a tad bit. Okay? <laughs> right. Because I'm going to see the Monday morning look way more than the Friday right. night look. Right. And I got to be happy with that too. Mm-hmm. So what I do is any, any, I mean, people don't share their, 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 their mistakes, their oopses, their, they're bad pictures on, on, on any social media. I only see the best. Right. You the highlight mm-hmm. Yeah, the highlight reel. Of course. So, but there's a whole movie there. You know, you know, in that trailer, you only see the best parts of the movie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> social media is a trailer for the person. Okay, got it. You got my attention. But uh, okay, now I need, uh, I already know that I've seen the best. Mm-hmm. That's what you showed me. Got it. So now let's talk about what the real you is. Mm. Ooh. I totally <laughs> appreciate you, Detrick. How can how can people slide in your DMs at the time of this recording? Right. Detrick is unmarried. Okay, sure at am. the time of this recording, so we'll put that out there. But uh, <laughs> what's your what's your handle? What's your handle? How can uh, they I'm, I'm Detrick. I'm Detrick Deburr. D e t r i c k d e b u r r. You know, on Instagram, and I tell people all the time: if you Google me, you probably can find me. So if somebody else tells me, man, I, I ain't heard from you, I said, that means you haven't tried. That's it. That's I'm Googleable. Oh, I love it. Oh, he's Googleable, y'all. And for those who are listening in, you need to find the video because Detrick is cute too. Don't, don't mess around. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. All amen. the credit goes to my mom and dad. Hallelujah. I'm just reaping the benefits. <laughs> Well, this has been another episode of the Coach Cash Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you got nothing, I want you to at least get the point of everyone has a past, right? Everyone has a past. And sometimes you just need to check the person that you're with for them to realize how they're bringing their past into your relationship. Instead of judging them, accept them for who they are and just have a conversation about it. Until next time, I'm so excited to see you guys or for you to listen in. See you at the hub.